Welcome to Ready for Baby. I'm your host, Gigi Vera Vincent, a postpartum doula on a mission to empower you with evidence-based prenatal and postpartum education. Through engaging conversations and expert interviews, we'll tackle misconceptions, making knowledge more accessible and equitable for your pregnancy journey. Join us as we delve into the challenges and triumphs of parenthood from newborn sleep to postpartum healing. We're here to create a supportive community, offering clarity and guidance for a safe and fulfilling pregnancy and early parenthood. Ready for Baby is more than education, it's an avenue for change. Together, we'll advocate for better access to care and improved support systems. Subscribe now and revolutionize your approach to pregnancy and parenthood. Let's embark on this incredible journey together. This week, you will hear my conversation with Holly from this amazing company, Mama Meals. They prepare Ayurvedic postpartum meal prep and even during pregnancy. So during Holly's first pregnancy, she prepared a ton for birth, but like a lot of us, she ignored postpartum. She ate during that postpartum phase things that she thought were healthy, like cold smoothies and salads, and then she splurged when people came and bring her food. She was feeling really gross, just blah. And then she stumbled upon the book, The First 40 Days. I will link that in the show notes. And it is an amazing book. And it advocated for eating warm, soft cook, easy to digest foods, things like soups, stews, and broths. So when she got pregnant the second time, she was so excited to do things differently. She cooked and she froze 60 meals following the principles of Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, and nourishing traditions. And it made a very big difference. Every meal left her feeling nourished, safe, and like she was being wrapped in a warm hug. So this postpartum was so much easier. Even though she had a toddler running around, she did not feel sick. So all her husband had to do was heat up the food and she started cooking for a few friends. They gave her similar feedback and she felt called to do this as a job, as her passion. So Mama Meals was born and she is, if you don't know the company, she is shipping meals and it's so easy to prep. So many of my clients use her. And in this conversation, we will talk about the mistakes that we both often see people making when it comes to postpartum nutrition. We'll outline the principles of holistic nourishing postpartum, and we're going to bring in the ideas of bringing in meals like organ blends. And then my question always is, how do we get those for people who don't eat meat? Because a lot of these meals have organ blends or protein. So how do we get different sources of protein? So I really hope you enjoy this conversation. Hi, Holly. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. I am so excited to chat with you. It's been like in the back of my mind, like you need to chat with Holly. (laughs) So tell me, how did Mama Meal start? So I feel like it's a very classic story of making your mess, your message of my son was born in 2016 and I was like already very passionate about like wellness and nutrition at that point. And so we um, had a midwife, we had a great doula, we did hypno babies. And I was so focused on like the exercise and the nutrition and the pregnancy and the birth. And then I completely just overlooked postpartum. And it wasn't like, I didn't think like, and that's not important. I don't care about that. I just, I didn't know that I needed to think about it. And so I think I maybe made one cute little Pinterest freezer meal. And then I had a little bit of meal train stuff and people would 
bring me just horrible, just junk food. And I was like, that birth was so hard. I really deserve this. I ate so well the last nine months. And then I would eat like the healthy things like salads and smoothies and stuff like that. And I ended up just chronically constipated for I think like the first month. Like I remember being scared to poop for every time for a month. I probably didn't poop for like the first week after birth because I was just so scared. And I also just felt like my mood was like blah all the time. And I just thought this is postpartum. This is normal. This is what I'm supposed to feel like. And I didn't really think twice about it. And then sometime down the road, I, someone brought up the book, the first 40 days to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. Like I had never heard of this concept. I had never thought about it. And I was like, okay, when I have another baby, my second one, I'm going to like do this whole thing all over. We're like redo redemption postpartum. So when I got pregnant with my second, a few years down the road, I bought the book. I read it cover to cover planned out this whole menu and with a few different friends on a few different days. And my husband, like we prepped like over 60 meals, all following the principles, sort of my deep freezer. I even like made myself like a little menu on Canva and I laminated it to be like, oh, I'm going to have hearty sausage stew today. And after the birth, all my husband had to do was defrost, reheat and bring me food in bed. So he was like, this is so easy. And I felt just so warm and nourished and I like, I felt like I was being wrapped in this like warm hug every time I was eating. And I was like, I just, things just felt brighter and happier. And even though I had a three-year-old at home too, the whole thing was just easier. I had no constipation problems. This is the one thing we did different. This is insane. I had some friends who were having their second and third babies. And I was like, I'm not getting you a onesie or like a gift. Like I'm making you food. Just let me do this for you. And they were all saying the same things. So when my daughter turned about a like a little over a year, it was, you know, coming out of like that postpartum fog. I'm like, I have to start this business. Like I don't have any experience in like a commercial kitchen. Like I don't know what I'm doing, but I just know that we are doing this. So we made like an Instagram and like, I made like a little like menu, like on like a PDF and created a website that just said website coming soon. Click here to see our menu. And we started, like it just grew so fast via word of mouth because there's such a need uh, for it. And that was, yeah, you're going to have to go. It's crazy how much you have grown and how much you're adding. And obviously, like you said, there's a need for it. You're making amazing food. I cannot count the number of times I'm at a client's house and they have, they're like, just heat up the congee, heat up some. Uh, And it's easy, right? Yeah, it's easy. You touched a little bit on one of the mistakes that people make postpartum, like the smoothies and the salads, but what other mistakes are you seeing that kind of made you want to start this business when it comes to postpartum nutrition? Yeah. I think the biggest mistake is that people are not thinking about it. They're not planning for it. Like they're just completely overlooking that postpartum is a thing to prepare for as much, if not more, the birth. I think there's now the, the shift is changing where people are talking about postpartum a lot more now. I think people, we went from that, oh, sleep when the baby sleeps, enjoy every moment, it goes by so fast, to now people being like, this is hard, you are not alone, like how can we support these women going through that? So I feel like the awareness is getting out. So I think the biggest mistake is just being like, 
nah, like my mom will get it or we'll just figure it out. My husband, like to not have a solid plan of this is what I'm doing. And so whether it's like ordering from us or someone local, or we even have a PDF or just like planning ahead, like I'm going to give these recipes to like my friends and say, Hey, can you cook this recipe for me and put it into Tupperwares and freeze it or whatever is really just not having a solid plan. And then there's the cold, the raw, maybe the foods that aren't ideal, but it's really not preparing. I think it's the biggest mistake. Hi, Gigi here. Are you listening to this episode and feeling called to change the way you're approaching pregnancy or postpartum? As a doula, I'm all about empowering new and expecting parents, showing them how to invest in themselves and create that coveted village. Some ways I prepare parents during pregnancy include childbirth education, baby registry consulting, and fourth trimester education, all of which can be done virtually or in person. Postpartum, I'm all about holistic, nourishing healing, whether that's postpartum or lactation support, comforting, belly binding, and abiyanga or herbal support. You can head to my website to set up a free 20-minute consultation or send me a message to learn more about my offerings. Now back to the show. I think people are so focused on birth because they're scared to have a baby. They're scared of birth. And they're focusing so much on that that they think, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Not recognizing like you'd be so tired that you can't figure it out. Right. And it's like food. You're like, I know food after the baby's here. Okay, fine. I've held a baby before. Okay. Like they think, but it's like with birth, especially the way that the mainstream kind of just every birth on a video, like on a movie and a TV show is like so scary. But with like birth, you're like, I don't know what to expect. I need to spend all of my time researching from every angle to possibly try to understand what this experience is going to be like. I did that for sure. And then the second time I was like, okay, now I know what to expect. But yeah, overlooking it is just not the way. Definitely. And Mama Meals focuses on holistic, nourishing postpartum meals. You do a little bit of Ayurveda, a little bit of TCM, traditional Chinese medicine. So what are the main principles if you are interested? I want to know more about making meals or buying meals from you for postpartum? What are the kind of tenets of it? Yeah, this is something that definitely people can do on their own. This is what other cultures do on their own. I was talking to someone the other day. I have a friend who she's Asian, but she's identify as white. It's funny. You don't like, she talks nothing about her culture like ever. But then after she had a baby, her mom was like, in the house, buzzing around the kitchen with the pig's feet and all these things. And she's, oh yeah, this is like a part of my culture. This is what we do for postpartum. And it was the first time I ever heard her talk about the culture. So we don't do this here, but like in Ayurveda and like traditional Chinese medicine and the Eastern cultures, they are a little bit different, but saying the same things that essentially it's like warm, soft, easy to digest, nourishing foods. I just to tell people to like, keep it simple. It's like mugs and bowls. What are you drinking out of a mug? It's like warm teas. It's bone broth, like warm milks. You're not putting like champagne or soda, like in a coffee mug. And then with bowls, like you're not putting a pizza in a bowl. You're eating like rich, like meaty stews, like oatmeals and soups and porridges and things like that. Like I tell people like, I'm like, don't obsess over like the micronutrients and just focus on like getting your healthy fats, getting protein, your complex carbs, 
like that kind of stuff. But so like Ayurveda, they focus on like, they call it like the like six to eight weeks after childbirth. And, and everybody's different. So you can always like talk to an Ayurvedic practitioner or like a TCM practitioner for your specific need, but they focus a lot on cooked vegetables, like the soups, the stews, like your cooked grains, like they love ghee, just a clarified butter. And that's really helps enhance like digestion and nourish your tissues. They're saying in Ayurveda, there's three different doshas and they're saying your vata is out of balance after birth. So vata is made up of space and air. So if you think about it, you have this baby and now your uterus is still large, but it's empty. So you have all this space and air. So you really need to nourish that. And then traditional Chinese medicine, they're saying they call it like the golden month. And that's like this critical time. And they even say that like how you take care of yourself in postpartum can affect like your health, like 30, 40 like, years down the road. So they say it's like this like 30 to 40 days period. And there's the same with the rice porridges and the herbal teas and the cooked veggies. And they want foods that will like tonify your body, like bone broth and ginger. It's like all those like warming spices, all the things that you, I just feel so warm and nourished right now. That's like what you just got to think of. Avoid the cold, like the salads, the raw veggies, like the things that just make you feel cold. So if it's going to make you feel warm and nourished, it's probably the right thing for you. Yeah. I think of fall food. <laughs> yes. Fall spices, fall herbs, fall food, but for postpartum. So this is also, I think we're in a really unique area. We're both in Orange County where there's a large community of TCM and there's a large community of Ayurveda. We also have indigenous Mexican community. So we're very lucky to have so many people that we get to learn from about. Yes. But in the United States in general, it's have a smoothie, have a ginormous salad. A lot of what they consider healthy food is actually inhibiting your digestion. And it's too much, a lot of times, like a big salad might be too much fiber. And that's why you're having all of these digestion issues. Yeah, constipation, this and that. I know. Yeah, it's tough. I know. I think about, we are very lucky in this area. There's a lot. There's, you throw a rock and it can hit 10 acupuncturists. There's a lot of people. You can learn from everybody. One thing that I want to touch on, because this is something that you and I have talked about in person is, yeah, during pregnancy, both of my pregnancies, I could not be near meat. I just couldn't touch it. I couldn't smell it. I couldn't be near yeah. it. Yeah. it. Yeah. And protein is important and amino acids and all of the things that we get. So with mama meals, you are a big proponent of including organ blends. So yes. how do people who are like, I cannot go near organs, the idea of eating chicken during pregnancy and postpartum, I could not do it. And yeah. How can vegetarians also get those same kind of benefits without having an organ blend. Yes. That's so funny. Cause I first trimester with my second pregnancy, I was like, I could not even stomach the idea of me. It's so funny. We have two kids now and we are always like, Oh, do we have a third kid? Do we not? We talk about it. I'm like, I need to make sure that I am not in the kitchen cooking chicken during my first trimester. It's not going to happen. Cause I just, I can't be around that kind of stuff. It's repulsive. <laughs> For perfect. sure. So, That's the perfect word. <laughs> yeah. I know. Fortunately, I passed first trimester. It got better. So we are, TCM is a big proponent of like meat and bone broth. And so we 
a gram for gram, like organs and meats like are the most nutrient dense foods that we have. So I've even seen like traditional Chinese medicine talk about it. And even I've seen like a teeny bit of Ayurveda mentioned it before. You are so depleted after birth, even if you are like vegetarian or vegan or whatever, to maybe consider incorporating some of these things, maybe like a bone broth or something during the postpartum while your body is so depleted and then going back to a a vegetarian lifestyle after, which I know easier said than done. You haven't eaten it for a long time. Some people are just physically repulsed by it. We have, we, first of all, any organs that we have that are in the foods, you cannot taste it. So that is, I find like liver, I think it's disgusting, like the taste. So anything that's in there, you cannot taste it. So we have three out of like our nine like main dishes, three of them have meat. So one has chicken, one has a, it's like chili with the ground beef and then other is like a sausage with a beef sausage. But like our lentil stew does have bone broth. So a lot of people find like, like I can stomach this because it's like vegetables and lentils or we have our kitchery, which has ghee in it. So all of our things do have some sort of like animal in there. Like we have like our oatmeals have like collagen and they have a little bit of like butter. So to get those like vitamin A, vitamin D, like some of those like amino acids and protein, but you don't feel like you're like eating like meat, if that makes sense. And then for people who, you know, are open to it, you can always take it in like a pill form. It's very similar to like how you can encapsulate your placenta. It's like the organs are steamed, dehydrated and ground up and put into pills. So whatever organ you're eating will support the corresponding organ. So I personally take like thyroid, like a beef thyroid, because it helps support my thyroid. So there's options for that. We have a sweet potato soup where we like blend up and puree the liver and it's like in the pureed soup. So you don't know that it's in there. So I've actually had a lot of people who have said, I actually had a girl who was vegan text me like, I feel so inspired. Like I ended up making like a a bone broth, like with chicken feet and she did it. And I think now she's gone back to being like a plant-based lifestyle, but she felt like it really helped her at the time. I tell people to consider it, but I get it. If it's like, doesn't resonate. I know there is someone like local to Orange County who does like local delivery, who does like Ayurvedic, like plant-based stuff. So I'm like, that's probably a better fit for you. We don't have the space to be able to like make customizations right now. And it is one of our philosophies. So I feel like I just, I don't know if that answered the question. At all. Yes, it did. And it is like maybe just a time period where you're just going to the broths or doing it in pill form until you feel maybe those first six weeks or uh, the first month, depending on which kind of approach you're taking. Yeah. I mean, even considering it intuitively, I've gone through phases where going back to Ayurveda, I'm very Vata in my constitution, which is the air in the space. So I'm naturally very airy and spacey. So for me, eating a lot of the rice cakes and the crackers and the dry airy, crunchy things makes me feel more spacey and like gets more anxious and that kind of stuff. So I tend to do better with the meats and like the root vegetables and the things that bring me more grounded. So that's just naturally what I do better with. And I know everybody's different, but I've gone through phases in life where I remember like this is a couple of years ago, I wasn't pregnant or anything. And I was just like absolutely repulsed for by me, like and eggs and everything for like maybe two months. And then I just didn't eat it at all. And then one day I like craved it again. And I'm like, I don't know what that was, but 
clearly my body just wanted like something else right now. So maybe like tuning in and thinking like, okay, I'm like really exhausted and I'm really depleted. Like would maybe some bone broth, would that benefit me right now and seeing like how it feels and just being open. Yeah. Just listening to your body. And a lot of times, I think if we're listening another way, I think that comes up a lot in postpartum is you're so thirsty. And I tell clients like, you don't just need water. You're probably missing something else. Yes. Maybe if you switch that for a bone broth, maybe if you switch that for something with more electrolytes that you would. Yes. I think we all like if you're nursing or you're just exhausted from having a baby, that feeling of it's the middle of the night and I'm going to drink eight gallons of water and I still. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's, I know I can always tell too, cause I, when I'll put like a little bit of Redmond real salt in my water and I can tell like when I'm dehydrated because I'm like, this tastes so good right now. Like when I'm don't need it, like the salt water, I'm like, ew, this is gross. But when I like need it, it like it actually tastes good. That's so funny. I have the Redmond salt too. And I put it with a little bit of lemon water and a little bit of like coconut water, Ooh. which the most of the time I'm like, that doesn't sound good. But usually in the afternoon, yeah, I need that. I was just outside like playing with my kids. It's a like hundred degrees here. I need something else. Yeah. Uh, so listening to that, that maybe you do need some bone broth, some tea, something warm if you're in those early months. Yeah. Just being really open because you're, this is like a postpartum is a different, is not normal life. Yes. So last question, tell people like, when can they start ordering your products, setting up like a meal train? How do they get your amazing meals into their home? Oh yeah. So I know it's funny. A lot of people will order like during their third trimester to have it on hand, like a few weeks before their due date. And then a lot of people will end up eating it before the birth because they're like, I'm just like so tired. I don't want to cook anymore. This was so easy. And then they'll order like another box for actually having for postpartum. So I know because we have people, obviously our niche is postpartum, but we have, it's food. Like it's not, oh, you can only be postpartum to eat this. So We've had people who order throughout pregnancy or even first trimester were like, oh, I was, I didn't feel good. I didn't want to cook. Like this was great for me. But we tell people, give us like a week before you want your order delivered. And then for it to get shipped out, we ship nationwide. So everything gets shipped either overnight or within two days. So I just give us like a week. And then a lot of, you can register for gift cards or actual like packages or whatever on like baby list or like a third party registry or like a lot of times we will have like a meal train set up so where they'll just collect like money via like cash or Venmo or Zelle or whatever and then they'll pull it all together and then give it to the mom so she can either place her big order or they'll give her like a big I see a lot of people like buying like these like $500 gift cards and like oh I they then I can tell it's oh from and it's like listing all these names on it so then they can get like a big package delivered but yeah, really just going to the website, mama-meals.com, M-A, is everything is on there. And then if you send us an email, like we can, or message us on Instagram, eat.mamameals. I'm answering all the questions on Instagram, but yeah. Yeah. And the food is amazing. There's teas, there's hot chocolate, there's like all yes. the it's yeah. Amazing. And if you're looking for a present, I was talking to one of my clients the other day who was like, I have a friend who is pregnant. This was her first child. She's like, I'm not going to buy her a onesie. Like you said, I'm yeah. going to 
something else. And that was one of the things I recommended. Send her a postpartum meal or, you know, something else. That's a good way. People need food. And not just dash. You're not door dashing something. It's like a real healthy meal. Yes, I know. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't it be like a dream to be on DoorDash one day? Uh, (laughs) I feel like Uh, part of your thing is it's a kitchen. It's not like just on-demand food. You're like prepping. Yes, that's true. Yes. It's definitely meant to feel like not like something unique or creative or it's like, this is something you've had before. Like you've had lentil stew, like postpartum is such like a chaotic whirlwind like this is something familiar like your grandmother made this like you know this you know what it smells like like it feels like an anger and how much time and money are people spending on making eight lasagnas to put in their (laughs) freezer no I love lasagna nothing against lasagna totally but you could save that time and money and just do this instead or on top of it Yes. Like maybe make one lasagna and wait till you know that you're like pooping normally before you go for the lasagna. Exactly. A lot of cheese. <laughs> yes. A lot of cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. One lasagna. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and chatting. I really appreciate it. I'm going to link all of those things that you chatted about in the first 40 days book, which is amazing. Yes. Uh, must read. And it is a must read for sure. Yeah. All right. If you're ordering meals from somebody else, like you still need to read this. It's a great book. So I will link that and everyone can connect with you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. And that is my chat with Holly from Mama Meals. I really hope you check out Mama Meals and that you learned something from her, whether to incorporate Mama Meals onto your baby registry or to buy a meal for a friend or to make your own. I'll see you back here in two weeks.